It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode with Craig Rowan, the podcast where I invite people over to my apartment to watch any TV show they want, and we talk about it and other crap. Today, my guest is John Flynn, the hilarious John Flynn. Thank you. From Nights of Our Lives and various other hilarious shows. Um, How are you doing? I'm doing great, Craig. Thanks so much for having me on your show. Welcome. Thank you. You're a little rain-soaked? I'm a little rain-soaked. There was uh, problems with the subway, so I had to get out and walk for a good 40 minutes to be here. But You walked for a full 40 minutes? Well, I, that's what the things... I probably walked for 30 minutes and then got in a cab. Oh, my... Oh, well, then a sincere thank you. <laughs> oh, that is... Please, nothing could keep me away. That's probably the most effort anybody's ever... <laughs> in, in, more than Jim Santangeli? That's more, crazy. Much more than Jim Santangeli. More effort than I've ever put into the show. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, well, welcome to the show. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us what you decided to watch today? Well, I decided um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, one, because it is, I think, probably one of the best shows on television right now. Wow. Okay. Uh, for reality shows, definitely. And also, partially because I actually vividly remember being at a dinner party with you and a few other people and talking about what a great show RuPaul's Drag Race was and how you all need to watch it. And you all gave me lip service and I could tell as I was saying, it, I was like, oh, these people are not going to watch it. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so I, uh, slightly spiteful. Oh, so this is, this is in a direct response to a dinner party. Um, mm-hmm. From two years ago. I do not hold grudges. <laughs> I absolutely don't remember that. Um, well, cool. So, and the episode you, so the episode you, is, you picked is in season three called Jocks and Frocks. Yes. And it says the queens must transform a group of all-American straight jocks into their drag sisters. Yeah, these episodes happen once a season on RuPaul's Drag Race where um, one of the challenges they have is a bunch of you know straight guys who mm-hmm. don't normally wear dresses and high heels have to come in and the, and the queens have to sort of transform them and maybe they learn a little something along the way. Well, I'm excited to learn something along the way because as you learned from a <laughs> dinner party, I hate RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, uh, wait, so I've got to, before uh, we sure. wa- launch into the show, can you explain a little bit about if you know about mm-hmm. who RuPaul is, like why is RuPaul such a sort of superstar? Um, I'm not exactly sure why specifically RuPaul is, as opposed to like a different drag queen. Yeah, just because she's like he. It's I mean, uh, what depends. Uh, technically, the uh, if you want to be proper about it, you're supposed to refer to RuPaul as he when he is dressed as a he, and she and she when he is when RuPaul is in drag, and she when he is dressed. As yes, exactly. <laughs> So, but she is. She's been on the scene for a long time. Like I said, the early '90s with Supermodel. That was sort of the thing that he popped with. What was Supermodel? It's a. It's a very sort of dumb club dance songs. You better work, cover oh, girl. That. Yeah, that's one. Chante, Chante. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so she broke through as a music as in music yeah, sort act. Yeah, like a pop music act. Interesting, because I remember that song. It's used probably on like every Revlon commercial Absolutely, in yeah. the history of the world. <laughs> um, but she's sort of, uh, in a way, has come to represent the drag. I mean, no one is, has known who's done drag has been more famous than RuPaul, I think is what it is. And so, um, I don't know, he just probably, at the right place at the right time, everything sort of happened for him. And so he just sort of has been 
taking any job that comes along since. And he's, I think now I saw on a poster on the subway that he has a new, she has, no, he on the poster. <laughs> sure. Because there's a new show where in the poster he's him with a mustache and then yes. it's dressing up women in drag. What it is is that sort of a spinoff of Drag Race where he takes the sort of more fan favorites from Drag Race and he has, it's called Drag You where it's sort of like a makeover show for straight women but by drag queens. So it's sort of like Queer Eye to the next level. For biological women for biological women to to be made over and to sort of get life lessons from Men who dress as women, which is really very deep, if you think There's about it, because a lot of like, levels going because, on. Because uh, drag queens are not a parody, but they're evoking sort of like exactly they're blowing out the idea of a woman, <laughs> so they're making women be more. It would be like if if like Rosie O'Donnell and Leah Delaria came over here and taught you like how to be more butch. I guess <laughs> I don't know who the second person is, but I assume she's really butch. She's very butch. Yes, um, I'm. I'm. I could be more butch. I think I could learn to. I guess I wouldn't call you effeminate, but right. um, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. I, don't I think it's fact. offensive that I took it as a compliment. Oh God, this whole thing. I'm this is going to be great. Um. So so as somebody who's I've I've seen clips of the show. I mm-hmm. I remember. I couldn't even describe. There was one scene with a, a big drag queen. There's usually a, a plus size girl on the show. A plus sized uh, drag queen in the episode that I watched. But what are some things to know about the show for somebody who's uninitiated? Well, in a strange way, there's not much you need to know because it is. There's uh, very little about the format that it does that is new. Like it's it's all this sort of tropes of reality television with the mini challenges, main challenges, judges. Um, I just think it does it really well. I think RuPaul's Drag Race knows exactly what it is. Like, 90% of the things that come out of RuPaul's mouth are just catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's very, like, rare that an actual sort of new sentence is said on RuPaul's Drag so Race from RuPaul. So RuPaul's Drag Race is uh, just a uh, string of gifts. Pretty much, yeah. For the, for the internet. <laughs> exactly. Um, which I guess I used to think was pronounced GIFs, but I'll say oh, yeah. GIFs because I feel like people have changed it for me. Um, and uh, and have I know in a lot of these shows, like I mean uh, reality shows, right. that people will sort of be stars of the show and sort of have spinoffs and all this stuff. Now with people and and because they're supposed to win, like I used to watch Project Runway and they right. they get like a line of clothing or mm-hmm. they get to show at um like yeah. Fashion Week. What's what's the equivalent here? <laughs> uh well, unfortunately there's no real other I mean, what's sort of fascinating about the show is that it is sort of the biggest thing that someone who wants to do drag can do. Right. Like, there's not a lot of other... Like, you could be a sketch comic and be like, oh, I want to not do SNL, but have another show or, or just do whatever, something like that. With with drag queens, it's sort of like, it's RuPaul's Drag Race or it's nothing. You know, there's no other... Like, you win, you headline the RuPaul's Drag Race summer tour. Right. And <laughs> you do some sort of... You get... Uh, this fourth season just happened, and I think that got $100,000 cash prize, which is very That's nice. That's pretty good. But as far as television goes, it's sort of not much. But... um. So, yeah, there hasn't been any, like, real star that has broken through in a bigger way because of RuPaul's Drag right, Race. Right, because I guess dra- being in drag is sort of the ends. There's no, I mean, like... Yeah, are, there's not I many are, venues. It's like nightclubs and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like you're a performer, right? right? So there's not 
this is the biggest game in town, really. There's Pretty no, much. like... I mean, it's it's probably like Last Comic Standing where, like, now your fees go up and you just sort of are somewhat... Like, if you're someone who's, like, going to go to a, a club where there's going to be a drag performer, if you know, oh, they're from RuPaul's Drag Race, then, then that will probably get more people. Higher, higher so, profile. like, your fees will go up and all that stuff. And but, what's, like, a common... What is... I've never been to a drag show itself. What would be, like, the... Like, dancing, singing? I mean... Uh, it depends on the kind of drag queen that you are. Uh... It's usually like within a nightclub, so it's usually more sort of like raucous, sort of like um, uh, sort of Vegasy showgirly kind of stuff. It's there's not a lot of like monologues. Um, the fa- <laughs> if it's just like a Johnny Carson monologue, right. dress, which is very dry. Um, well, as you said depending on what type of drag queen you are so what would you what kind of drag queen would we be what would be would like we be? You know, what, well what are, i mean like you could be there's sort of like you could be like a glamorous drag queen mm-hmm. where it's all about like being sexy and mm-hmm. like sort of passing uh, passing as a woman passing as a woman mm-hmm. and having that sort of like mystique and allure um but there's also sort of like the more campy broad which we would probably be in just because we're comedians. i would be super super yeah. campy <laughs> well there was actually one person on project runway that did drag clothing before they did the show that was like oh chris march chris he did march. a lot of like uh he did a lot of theater stuff so yeah His he also did like a lot of drag queens big drag super like, over the top i remember them showing images and i was like whoa that's pretty into like huge wigs like very uh yeah exaggerated breasts exaggerated yeah it's really cool <laughs> it's its own sort of art form right I'm I'm excited. So what what um anything to look out for this specific jocks and frocks before we watch? What? Um, I don't think so. I think uh, I think it's, it explains itself. Uh, do dudes the guys who um are the jocks are they closed off before like they're they they're gonna learn life life lessons here? I think they probably will. I mean, obviously they're not super closed off. Otherwise, they would they, agree to appear on RuPaul's unless track. they're like <laughs> put in like a burlap sack and then they showed right. up and they're like they're taken from prison and, and then they are, at the end they're like hey, I guess. I'll sign this release form. Sure, why even not? though I was kidnapped. Right. Um, well, I'm excited to check it out. Let's watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Let's get dragged out. Let's drag. <laughs> So the challenge today is we have to transform these straight jocks into our drag sisters. Wow, what is these? Yeah, those are going to be our tits. <laughs> I hope so. It's like water polo. You have to shave. I'm shaving that. It's my, it's my jungle hair over here. Drew, he's afraid of what are we going to do? I have to be a jock for a second. So now you're going to play? Yes. I just, I'll work a little and I'll play a little, you know? I have a lot of work to do. Carmen, are we going to have to teach these boys how to tuck? I have to. Have you ever put your balls up above your penis? Wow. Wow, so how are you? Congratulations. Congratulations, we, we made indeed. It. That was... Amazing. That it's was, pretty amazing, that right? That was ridiculous. <laughs> the whole episode... Boy, I was in, into it like so just uh, like it's compelling. That ending was the most insane thing I've ever seen <laughs> on TV. Too crazy town that at was the end. It's so insane. I, I I guess we should talk a little bit about what led up to it before sure. we hit. Because I have, 
I have questions about it. Okay. I don't, I, I, I don't <clears throat> quite understand everything that happened visually. <laughs> There's a lot. Wow. That's, there is a that, lot. That is a crazy show. It's a, now, remember when I... I now that, you understand why I was so mad years ago when I was like, you have to watch this. And you guys were like, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll watch it. Now like, not only do I remember that specifically, <laughs> but I want to beat up my former self for denying me of this. Um so that was pretty amazing. So basically, they they had these jocks that they yeah. had. To, the the drag queens had these jocks, and their big challenge was to make them make them turn them into their drag sisters. Turn them into their drag sisters, and they the guys were all fair, all game for it. Yeah, but some were sort of more uh, uh, harder cases than others. Yes, because absolutely. of their Looks. One of the guys was a little bigger. Yep, and that that became a that's issue. a problem. Yeah. And it's harder to make curves when, uh, when yeah, and that and to be <laughs> the fair, the guy who was the biggest dude was mm-hmm. his drag queen got thrown off at the end. Yep. Um, I I feel like we just have to talk about that ending. I, sure, I, we can go right to the ending. Okay, I think it's so. fine. <laughs> so, so do you want to set up like the lip sync for yeah, your life so, part? So yeah, at the end of the show, they vote. They vote. For who, like uh, any other sort of competition show, right? There's they, the bottom two. They have the bottom two, and to decide, and that bottom two is based on the looks of the. Uh, for the, this one, the looks of the person, them, the the drag queen themselves, and then their and then their sister. What they call yes. it. they're supposed to look like their sister. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and the at the end when they have two people to choose from, they make them lip sync for their life. Lip sync for their life, yeah. which. <laughs> In itself, just sounds fun. Like, right. like oh, <laughs> right, well, right. this will be interesting. They're going to sure, listen. Sure, sure. Right, yeah. And then the song Straight Up, uh, Straight Up by Paul Abdul started yep. playing. This one was, this week was Straight Up. And one of the, one to to start off, one of them, uh, Raja, I believe. It was Raja and Carmen Carrera. Ra- Raja and Carmen Carrera. And Raja is wearing just a bikini. No, Carmen was just the bikini. Oh, Carmen was just the bikini. So they're all very, they're both very sort of provocative of what they're doing. Right. They immediately start lip syncing perfectly. Yes. Well, I mean, we- you could probably do a decent lip sync to Paul Abdul straight up. I, I could do for, for the, uh, for the, maybe for the uh, chorus. The but chorus. I was but if, if you were given 24 hours yes, to be, yes. then you could be doing it. I could yeah. do it. So they perfectly did it. They're strutting around. And then right. one of them who's not in the bikini. Right. Well, here's the thing about the lip sync is that it's become sort of a cliche, like if you're sort of desperate to sort of get naked. Like, uh-huh. that, like in the first season, the first time a drag queen sort of like removed their, their wig, it was like so dramatic and so shocking. And it sort of seemed to signal the sense of like they were so in it. They were so, you know, like they just right. lost sense of their drag self and it was just raw performance. And so I think that has in, in, pat, in season's uh, after that has become a bit of a cliche okay. of like, you know, like when you're desperate to sort of just be like, I don't know what else to do. I'll throw, I'll rip off my drag. Okay. So one of them <laughs> in this one, one of them starts pulling down a dress to reveal her underwear, her panties. Yeah. The other one is just wearing a bikini <laughs> and, and very rip, naked and rips off the bikini. <laughs> the, just the bottom part, just the bottom part of the bikini. <laughs> now, <laughs> Two things. First of all, that's crazy. That's completely crazy. Now, second of all, to go back to an earlier part of the episode, <laughs> they were talking. The question that was asked to one of the sports guys, well, the, the, jocks, the, the general topic was tucking. Tucking. And he said, have you ever put your balls up above your penis? Yes. And, and, and so they were all talking about how you have to tuck. Right. To look to, like For the part woman. of the illusion, yes. Now. This one now when she took off the bikini, yes. what 
are they because they blurted out what are they seeing in real time <laughs> oh what uh has probably happened is uh they've the Carmen has probably taken her testicles and probably sort of like put them inside her body. You know how like when it gets really cold, they'll kind of creep okay. up there and you can kind of push them up there if you want to. Then you take uh, your, some people don't, some people just uh, take your dick and sort of like uh, pull it back. So it's sort of like between your, between legs. your legs. And then uh, the most common thing is like duct tape and you just sort of duct tape it there. So, so that you are smooth down there. See, wait, the thing is, okay. So, so the only thing that they might have seen was a little bit of duct tape or a penis tip. Yes. Through the butt. Mm-hmm. Through the butt. <laughs> yeah. Through the butt area. Like, like Karma was trying to fuck herself. That is so crazy. I mean, that is... <laughs> I know. Unbelievable that they show that. See, I've never... When people always say, like, your balls go up or whatever, I've never I've never actually experienced that, so I can't really... Or okay. If I have, it doesn't I, for... I mean, it's easier for some than others, depending on how big your balls but are, I I just guess. can't imagine... Because the way I always pictured what a tuck was was just <laughs> basically stuffing everything back. <laughs> like so so in my eyes if, if if you if you saw this person strutting because she was strutting yeah that you just see a package of a balls and a penis head like, <laughs> just like looking backwards yes yeah. <laughs> well that but then taped down so that it stays because it's not just going to stay that is unbelievable it's dedication their drag queen is really very dedicated to their craft really went on the line really threw it all literally put their penis and balls on the line right and it was and then they she was the one that was bottomless was sort of uh like on a cat like on all fours like a cat or a dog right and then the other one basically put her nose like right (laughs) it was so funny because you could see her like she wanted to do like a weird sort of porn thing but then she like as she like went down to sort of be get get her from behind you could tell that she was like oh my face is right near your butthole yeah so she sort of like swerved away duct taped right Right, exactly that i just can't imagine being like in the moment in that like like writhing on the ground with somebody else like you're putting your nose in somebody's butt more or less <laughs> right and you're doing it in front of a tv crew and like four judges yep a shannon osborne <laughs> margaret <Sharon>. show <laughs> and sharon osborne whose husband is ozzy osborne was shocked I she mean, was completely <laughs> shocked what was the thing that she's happened? married to oh, somebody she... who spit off a bat's head <laughs> and she was shocked <laughs> and she was speechless she even asked about tucking at one point didn't she she i think she did say something about tucking Yes, because she was like, what is... Oh, no, it was about barebacking. Oh, what's bare? She's like, what is barebacking? <laughs> she asked somebody... Okay, so another part was that... So aside from the the main competition, which was to look like a sister and to right. teach them how to strut down the mm-hmm. walkway, was they just tacked it on. It was sort of very strange. Yeah, it was... They tacked on that they have to dress like cheerleaders and do a cheer for safe sex. Yeah, that was really thrown together, and clearly no one... And one of them did a cheer about barebacking. Mm-hmm. And and then Sharon Osbourne, I'll, I'll put the clip on because it's great. She just says, "What what is barebacking?" And, and the person <laughs> Raja says, goes, "Fucking without condoms." <laughs> yep. <laughs> what was so great because he was just like, "Um, it's uh, it's fucking with." Like he had that moment, like, "How do I say this like, without?" Because they're saying a lot of stuff in cool drag speak or right. whatever. <laughs> right, right. There's. I guess bareback is the cool drag speak. Uh, well, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. It's not particularly drag, but it's sort it's, of gay sort of like fucking someone up the ass without a condom it's lingo it's yeah yeah exactly everybody should know that sharon osborne doesn't right you have to just tell her straightforward (laughs) right unclinical so this show is it's fun though i mean they as you said they sort of know what's going on yeah absolutely like what they do is it's basically really fun and silly 
but mm-hmm. like the names for everything like they have so, like when they get um like their uh assignment it's called she mail they right, receive right. she mail they mm-hmm. they have the you better work room yep which is their work room and they congratulations is what they say congratulations they have the they had a badunka dunk dunking machine yep which- and then one that was just out of this past season is whenever rupaul appears on video um he always begins by going peekaroo I don't know what it really doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's wait, just they put Rue in it. Instead wait, of Peekaboo, I, it's Peekaroo. Oh, Peekaroo. Like, I was thinking, are we talking? That sounded sort of like Pikachu. I was oh, like, no, what is that? <laughs> it makes sense. Peekaroo. Um, yeah. Well, well, actually, another thing. Um, there's another sort of spinoff to Drag Race that airs as it's happening, and it's called uh, Drag Race Untucked. And okay. what it is, is it's just the footage of. of the drag queens after the competition as they're waiting as the judges are deliberating they go into what is called the interior illusions lounge and there's and uh absolute vodka pays for all of it because they're always drinking cocktails and that's just them in their drag sitting around talking and it's obviously like they're meant to stir up shit because there'll be things of like so when the judges said you look really fat like how did that feel that must have been really hard for you you know and then like they're drinking and they're just like fuck you bitch so that's like super fun that's, that's like an a, extra 30 minutes that's a tv show or on the web it's a TV show. Oh my god! That's so the logo must have like five hours of RuPaul programming a week. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> He's their most successful sort of thing. He's the the RuPaul's Drag Race is the biggest show that Logo has had right now. So I have to ask you. You mentioned right when yes. we started watching the episode, um, or before we did that, you've written for RuPaul. Yes. So let me hear a little bit about that <laughs> Okay. I wrote for uh, – also on Logo, they have a thing called the New Now Next Awards. And uh, the first two years, they did them here in New York, and so I was a writer on them. And uh, the second year we had them, RuPaul was the host. And um, so uh, I never actually really spoke to RuPaul. Uh, what was very funny was uh, th- it was my second year, and they the, it was the same producer and head writer, and they called me in like a week before we were supposed to start, and they were like – we need you to come in early and help us because we have all these meetings with RuPaul, but we don't understand what uh, he says most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) So we just need someone there to sort of help us figure that out. Um, And like the first question was like, should we say RuPaul is a he or a she? And I said the same thing of like, if he's, if he's in a suit, if he's dressed as a man, then you say he, Um, but so what I would have to do, but, and I don't know where this came down, if it was their choice or if it was a RuPaul thing where like, in those initial meetings, it was just like the producer and the head writer and RuPaul. They didn't want anyone else in the meeting. So I had to sit uh, right outside the meeting, unbeknownst to RuPaul. Like once they went in, I had to go sit outside the meeting with my phone and text the head writer any ideas that I would have. Or if she had any questions, she would text me and I would text her back. Wait, so you wouldn't be hearing what was going on in the room? Yes. You'd just be getting either texts? No, I, I, I had to sit outside so I could hear them. Like I could hear every word they said. They were like in a room that didn't have a door. It was sort of like the back So you were corner. basically like, it was like a police interrogation and you were like the, per, the yeah, cop the other side. outside like, <laughs> like yep. figuring out what's be like, going. This is what he means when he said, like he would just say things like, I want a real Diana Ross moment here and they would just be like um what's it what does that mean so wait so and the head writer was was a woman was a woman she just wasn't she just didn't know she didn't know what a diana ross moment was (laughs) she didn't know so what is a diana well diana ross moment as far as i could tell even was just sort of like a very big bro like what it turned out like when they broke it down was rupaul wanted to start the this award show with like a shot of him on top of the like a helicopter shot of him on top of the empire state building lip syncing to one of his songs and then like panning all across the city to the venue where we were having the show and they were just like that's 
first of all, 9-11 happened, so we can't do helicopter shots anymore. <laughs> first of all, 9-11. Second of all. <laughs> we do not have the budget for that. Um, so I ended up coming up with an idea where he showed up as a like it was RuPaul like as a man and they were like what the show's about to start and then he's like don't worry baby and then he did a sort of Linda Carter Wonder Woman turn and there was magically nice. transformed and he loved that so um, wow that's and that w- was for him he was dressed as a man then yes that was for him <laughs> a Diana Ross moment that like that, well felt, it was not a Diana Ross moment they, they sort of talked about it but they said a Linda, a Linda Carter a, moment so it's sort of like oh, that's a lateral it was like, a movie I want was either a, a Diana Ross <laughs> moment or I want a Linda Carter moment Right. Basically, the same thing. Um, were there, do you remember any other lingo that w- needed to be coded back to um, the head writer? They would just every so often, like with some jokes, they would just be like, does this make sense? Or, you know, like, why, why Studio 54? You know, mm-hmm. just stuff like that. Um, other fun, let me try to think if there's any other fun gossip. It takes RuPaul eight hours to transform from eight? male RuPaul to female RuPaul. Wow. Wait, and, eight hours? Yeah. So... Okay, well, like, what could that be? I mean, because you know, the the makeup is fair looking. Because I didn't realize this, or when they showed close ups of the jocks transform, they're all makeup. Like, yeah, the makeup, makeup is pretty intense for drag queens because you have to sort of uh, restructure the face and a you lot. To sort of take out the male texture, like the face, like the whatever it is from the hair and everything. Right. Well, you have to closely shave. Um, another thing that is very common is you sort of glue your eyebrows down. You use a glue stick on your eyebrows, which is actually apparently very good. Uh, or do, it's like it's not it's easy to get out that's why drag queens like it and then you sort of repaint eyebrows because you sort of want to re-sculpt your face and so there's sort of like the first process of just like neutralizing your face and then just sort of creating cheekbones and highlights and lowlights and when you get up close to it, it it's sort of like old-timey theater makeup like where it's just like a, a huge white line over right. a huge you know, like under a huge red line with it you know like you're just doing so such broad restructuring of the face that's so crazy that's just it, that's like because I feel like when I like you can't just do it for like fifteen minutes or twenty minutes. No, you, if you're doing an eight hour, that's a full day worth of makeup. I mean, that's yeah. like a work day. It's Absolutely, that your job is just <laughs> getting dressed up. He has like a big corset thing, which I think is sort of like I'm sure very painful. Um, I mean, that's how long it took him for that for the day we shot that it. Is unbelievable. So now I have a couple questions about sure the. Um, the boobies situation. Oh, sure. Because when they were, sh- one of the drag queens in this showed the jock. A breastplate, yeah. A breastplate. Mm-hmm. So is that a common thing? It's become more common. Initially, it, it they were rare, but I think they've just gotten better at making them. So it they are more common. It just looks like a, a set of boobs without a body. Yes, yeah, exactly what, what it is. And they just and you just wear it around. Yeah, I think I think it goes like around your neck and maybe around like your shoulders or something now like does that. Does RuPaul wear? Do you think? I don't think so. RuPaul because, normally doesn't wear big decolletage sort but of. But I see there is cleavage going on though. Well, you can draw that in, and you also can still have like pasties and and you know and sort of stuffed stuff bras. To make, make yeah, the breastplate themselves are, are sort of newer. I've got enough heftier that i could probably, probably. Get some cleavage going <laughs> well with the right bra and the right sort of you know and again it's sort of like creating a shadow so it looks deeper and that's, bigger than it actually look, is these are so many secrets that i would never have known i can't believe eight hours that's like i know isn't that intense that just sounds like and what surprised me when he finally do. came out was that like he wore a lot of gowns where it was just like you don't need to tuck you know what i mean like i think tucking really only comes to play if you're like doing a swimsuit right, or something sure. where it's like it's very tight around that area but he wore like these big skirts that just were sort of like you could 
you could probably wear boxer shorts under that and it would not be a problem. <laughs> but knowing the professional the nature yeah. of RuPaul. Oh, right, yeah. I don't assume there'd be fruit She needs boxers. to do no. Because that's what I wear. Fruit, okay. of, fruit of the Loom boxers. Uh, but I do tuck my penis oh. with duct tape. <laughs> but I mean, I can't imagine that like RuPaul doesn't use duct tape. There has to be like a manufacturer the that high makes end. a special like like we learned from this uh, that, <laughs> right. that one of the one of the things that they go home with if they win uh, if they win the whole thing is, right. It's a lifetime supply of cosmetics uh, and a lifetime supl- supply of wigs from Wig USA, which right. is the company that makes wigs. <laughs> so they should also have something like and a lifetime supply of like ball tape. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I, I guess there's a, RuPaul now has a whole line of shoes. Really? Yeah. For for drag, for drag queens, I would imagine. But not and not for just so it'd be. I'd assume larger size. I guess. I mean, I'm sure of, of a woman could wear them, but I imagine they would be for larger sizes and more sort of audacious. Yeah, I'd have to feel bad if you're just a woman with really big feet and you're like the only shoes. I, I the, only, the only place I can shop is a drag queen store. <laughs> It's like the Lane Bryant for uh, for, dra- for women's shoes. <laughs> exactly. Um, wow. Yeah. It, that, it's just an interesting world that I don't know much about. Have you ever done drag? Um, sort of, but not really. One time in college, two friends of mine and I decided for Halloween to go as Charlie's Angels, which is a show I've never seen. So one was like, <laughs> I'll be this one. The other was like, I'll be that one. And I was like, who's left? And they're like, you're Kate Jackson. And then they were just laughing because they're like, you have to wear pants. <laughs> so um, I've sort of done drag, but not really. I'm too big to do drag. Like, I'm 6'2". It, it would yeah, be... for some people. I mean, for some... I mean, although RuPaul is 6'5". Like, he's, he's really? enormous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She, I mean, that's the thing is when you see the difference but like what's interesting with this is when you see the them as guys just right getting ready and talking about their drag life and everything and then you see them as women like some of the transformations are pretty insane yeah like the one that got thrown off she looked like a woman yeah she could definitely pass which reminds me, I have to just bring up this moment. While we were watching the show, <laughs> right, the, yeah. right, right after they had done the critiques, before they had announced like, who had won and who was the bottom, I said to you, I said, like, which, I, I think I said it weird. So I said, which one would you send home? And you said, like, oh, to date or something no, like you that? Said, you said, you, which one would you, would you have go home? And, or something right, like that. yeah, I said, I said it weird. With me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of those now of the the actual drag queens? Was there any that you were like, I could see. I think though. I think the I, I keep on mixing up their names. The tall one that got thrown off. The, the, that was uh, Carmen. Uh, yes, that was I Carmen th- Carrera. I think so. Yeah, she as a woman, she like she was like a sexy woman. Yeah, like, definitely the most womanly of them. Her, well, her the body was just. Yeah, like, not didn't look like a male. I don't know. There's something about like the stomach, or the, I don't know if. He must eat in like a certain way because it just it, no, it just like the shape. He, he's of the it. he's like a, he was like a nudist too. Like he was always naked. Yeah, like he was very often naked in the in the make it work room and stuff all right, like that. Make it work room, not make it work room. Uh, you better work room. The, yes, uh, make it work room. That would, would be, be the Tim that would Gunn, be yeah the Tim Gunn drag queen <laughs> room. Tim Gunn's drag race. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it, I was. Uh, it's just uh, a different world and. Um, what I noticed also, I, I don't know if this is just from this episode, but there weren't none of the contestants. Maybe they had been knocked off already, but none were white. They were all minorities. Yeah, actually, RuPaul. This show has actually gotten a lot of um, praise for having such a diverse, yeah, uh, would, an ethically diverse, and that they're apparently like there are there are always white people on it. There's also usually um, heavier girls, but they usually get knocked off pretty quickly. Uh-huh. Um, 
for but for having a uh, a more uh ethnically diverse yeah, cast. Yeah, it's definitely more diverse than any probably show on any other station except for probably everybody's gay. So I guess that's right. <laughs> right. No... So that way, but yeah, there's I mean at this point there were like two Hispanic guys, an Asian guy. I'm not sure what Raja is. I want to say it's like Indian maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um would there I guess there is there I mean they wouldn't ever have like a straight dra- I mean I assume that that's uh, I don't think there's I, I don't think there's anything the by rules against it, but I don't think it's happened yet. Well, let's break those barriers. <laughs> All right, you want to submit? I, I'm, <laughs> I would if I I'm could, but I'm offended as a straight person <laughs> that there's no str- now. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, I and the other thing is those jocks. I mean, I've never. Uh, I don't think I've ever put on high heels. I assume not because I if I joke like. As a goof put on somebody else's, they'd be too small. So I'm sure I've never tried to walk with mm-hmm. them. But it seems like it would be very, very difficult. Like all those dudes had, like one of them just looked like a guy really uncomfortably yeah. walking in high heels. Yeah, he was like Fred Flintstone in, in heels, that guy. And RuPaul even for one of them was like, you better put that bitch in. Oh, right, because he was practicing in like a two-inch heel. And then just like, no, 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 higher. Yeah, I mean, I when I see... Like women wearing high heels, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it right. makes me uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous, but it makes your uh, calves and your ass look great. Mm-hmm. Okay, like whenever girl. I leave the apartment with Marilyn, she's wearing high heels. I'm like, are you sure you want to wear? Right, those? exactly. Because like, I'm always just like, you're gonna wish you weren't wearing them I know, soon. I know that, and then usually I'm right. <laughs> like, there's like two hours later. It's like I wish I wore other shoes. <laughs> so maybe it's just a matter of carrying a second pair, mm-hmm. but some kids for your bag. Or um, Superga, which is the like fancy kids. Oh, nice! Mm, it's mm. like black with white trim around it. Meryl has them. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to look at uh, what else that I had written down. Oh, yeah. So one of the uh, one of them, I I think one of the drag queens was. I think it was the one that was thrown off. You could tell that she was purposely trying to come up with catchphrases. Oh yeah, because there were there were two things going on. One was that she was wearing a shirt that said uh, it "boogers" and then had it a, a the red circle out. with the yeah. So boogers is obviously a thing because she I yeah heard no her boogers no yeah. boogers. So what is that? Is that I mean it's just sort of like she she there was um this cast had a lot of very sort of like high school girly sort of element to it uh-huh. like they had earlier when there was more of them there was like a group that like made that they call themselves the heathers like they were the popular girls and so and so they tried to just so carmen was sort of like the girliest of the worst she's like no boogers you're a booger like she would just say that <laughs> which is like to me it's you're trying to come up with a spin-off show <laughs> absolutely like no yeah booger hour or something <laughs> <laughs> And it has Booger from, uh, <laughs> from, from Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Nerds, Nerds yeah. as the host. <laughs> or he's like the host that's not allowed. No, he's, yeah, he's always trying to get on the show. Uh, and then she had, came up with one other thing, which was Sprepper. Yeah, that was the worst. The, which is the worst thing. I don't know about Raja's sister. She's supposed to be a Heather. I don't know. She kind of looks like a Sprepper. It's basically a Sprite mixed with Dr. Pepper. Is not necessarily a good thing. It's usually like a booger quality. Like, ugh, like that's such a sprepper. You're a sprepper. Yeah. I was like, that <laughs> is not does not roll off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I it don't doesn't even tell me anything. It doesn't also tell me anything because, like, I never think of Dr Pepper and Sprite at all. Like, as a like, if it was like 
Coke and Sprite, I'd be like, yeah, those are opposites, I guess. Right. <laughs> but what, <laughs> no, Dr. Pepper Not even is, that, yeah. It's like, you're like a Dr. Pepper and a Pepsi One. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I still, I have no idea what, what she was talking about. Um, has no. anybody else gotten a spinoff of this? I mean, RuPaul has a spinoff from this. Um, I don't know if that's happened yet. I mean, they do a lot of promos and stuff. And I think just they sometimes get on, um, you know, like drag you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shangela, who had who had been kicked off the episode before us, which has an amazing this is an amazing name, amazing name. She's been the she. I was astounded that she was kicked off. She was the best one. She's sort of having a career. Like she's more than anyone else on the show so far has has been a uh, bopping successful. around the other yeah. reality shows and stuff not like so that. much other reality shows, but like you know, she'll appear on like a Law and Order or some you know, really as a drag. <laughs> Usually, yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess you need Law and Order has like at least five to ten drag queens. Drag queens a month. Uh, a month. <laughs> I don't know how that show works. But got like I've never watched that show, but I just assume. Um, and I don't know much about Logo. I don't get Logo, but um, what are the other? What's the other programming like on Logo? Logo. I mean, their other sort of big show was their sort of take on the Real Housewives. It was called The A-List, and they had two seasons in New York and one just in Dallas. Um, You know, I think everything on Logo tends to be, it's either like a documentary or they'll have like a chorus line or cabaret. You know, like they, I think of them right now as they're like what Comedy Central was before they got South Park, where Mm -hmm. they were just like, we don't have a big hit, we don't have a tentpole show, we're just, and they're trying, I think, trying to make RuPaul's Drag Race is sort of the closest as that is now. So they do, um, do a lot of documentaries, they do, um, they do a lot of like the gay version of this show, like they had for a while, like the gay version of, um, like Adult Swim, where it's like shorts and weird animation Mm -hmm. things, but that never really took off, and... Wait, did you work on uh, the Big Gay Sketch Show? I did not work oh, on the Big Gay Sketch Show, but that but, was on Logo, yeah. Yeah, because so, I know some people that, who worked on that. Yeah. That was also sort of, it was like a Saturday Night Live or a, maybe not SNL because I don't think it was live. It wasn't but it live, was but like, yeah, it was like a sketch show. A sketch show. So, yeah, but, it, it must be hard to find a, find a um, like a stamp or like a sort of like a voice of a channel that's supposed to like represent mm-hmm. a movement or like, you know, like a different take on things because it's like a tall order. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. I mean, I think they're, I mean, they're only a couple of years old, but, uh, you know, they're you know, I think the new non X words, which they still do, but they do them in LA. Like that's something else that they're trying to be known for new now next. Yeah. It's very, very catchy. Yeah. Um, so if you had to come up with a drinking game for, <laughs> for, and I think this is probably the most, would be the most successful, more yeah. drinkable. Yeah. Because there's so many like catchphrases. I mean, I don't know. I was trying to think of that. I was like, maybe if every time they called each other, technically the incorrect pronoun. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Cause I don't think anyone says he or him ever. Right. Yes, I I sort of lost track as we were watching. <laughs> now, did they? I'd say any time, whenever it went to commercial, the weird thing of having RuPaul's laugh was the sort we- of the audio sting <laughs> that that like leads you in and out of commercials. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're back into this world. Yeah, it's, it's very Wicked of, Witch of the West. Yeah, sort of. if you isolate that, it just I assume it just sounds evil. It's right. like not a. I don't know. That would be a great like text notice sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you drink every time it goes in and out of commercial. Um, and then, 
are there other I was going to say anytime there's like a reference to like a RuPaul song but I guess there's only like work no actually RuPaul I mean RuPaul's very savvy about like making this show as sort of like a, a an extended infomercial for him and right. all of his stuff because he does have he has an album that came out around the time of when I was writing for the new Now Next Awards because we had to include some of them in the show include the songs yeah and so he has throughout the seasons used all this used every song on that album for something like sometimes it's a lip sync for your life sometimes it's like we're making a video you know we're making a music video for my song or something like that and they're all do they all sort of because i think they're all very clubby and they're all sort of of that like the theme song was a i assume a rupaul song Mm -hmm. and it was not catchy i'd say at least i mean because it's right yeah the theme songs they have to get information out but it was like (laughs) i was like oh this is a little bit I mean, do pe- I mean like- it's not surprising that you haven't heard of those songs. Yes, I, I'll I put mean, it that way. <laughs> well, I mean, but I guess do those play in clubs? Like, is that? I guess so. I mean, it's a, you know what? It's to me, it also strikes me as the kind of music that like you shouldn't listen to in the daylight. Yes, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, you should only hear it sort of married and melted with another song like it's sort of like taking you from I, this song to the other song. When I hear like a lot of glow sticks, that type of song. Yeah, it's glow sticks. I picture like. A bottle or a bottle of vodka or like a, a clear drink dark with neon lights going through the yes, bottle of vodka. Absolutely. Like, it's that. That's, yep. <laughs> that's the it's the Jennifer Lopez waiting for a tonight music yes, video. Absolutely. That's basically mm-hmm. the low budget version of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the much everything's plastic instead of glass. Right, exactly. That's basically the difference. That's what it is. Um and what would you drink while doing the um the RuPaul drag? race um drinking Drinking game game. i guess it would have to be um well i mean absolute vodka uh underwrites a lot of the show so i guess something with the it would have yeah you just uh, have to be cosmos i guess it would have to be uh an absolute i got a uh i went to oh i we (laughs) talked about this recently that i went to pock pock oh right yes um and the reason i bring it up is i ordered a drink and it came in like a metallic martini glass and I felt sort of uncomfortable like because like people are like looking at what am I drinking because it looks a little bit effeminate right well it's also just like a showy thing it's just a it's like I wouldn't normally get you know even when I order a beer and it's like comes in um like like a goblet style right right i don't ever want to draw attention to myself (laughs) with a drink i just want to drink something but then somebody like sort of like jokingly said something to me about it but uh really good food i'd highly yeah really good food i ate at pock pock in uh in portland i haven't been to the new york one but oh okay i'm sorry you've been to the original i've only been to the uh you've been to the original thai restaurant in portland uh the original authentic time but it's really good i just and the drink was really good but i felt like people were staring at me it was a honey based tequila drink or something oh nice really it was really good um and um are there a lot like again i don't know my i feel weird asking you like about drag stuff like as if you're the like well uh, i'm not that much of an expert but i obviously know more than you but sure but like i don't mind i guess is there there's it must be big scenes you know like it must be a bit like in new york city is there there must be like a drag scene oh definitely i think um there are like little pockets i've you know like in the little bit of drag that i've i've been to around the country um yeah i mean there are huge i i I worked down in key west and i I worked at a theater with these two different drag queens like we didn't work together but like we shared the same dressing room and stuff like that and i would go and see their shows and like people love them like that's the thing about drag that I think is so funny is that like normally when you put it in front of an audience, even like a norm, like a very like straight heterosexual right. audience, like 
people love it. Like it's just so there's something about it that is so fun and so theatrical. Sort of automatically like puts you in this weird sort of headspace of like things are crazy. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I felt like watching this show. Is just it's really fun. They're taking themselves seriously, but in a fun way. Like you know, there's some. Yeah, way I mean, it is sort of like the, the the art is they're taking the art seriously. Uh, but not themselves so much. Yeah, they, they. I don't know. It's really interesting, actually. Like they, they, they know it's it's not silly, but they treat everything. Everything's like catty, but in a fun way, and they're right. really like having fun with it. But though they take the craft seriously, it's like a, I feel like it's sort of a unique thing in that way. Like, I guess so. I think in some ways it's not that different than like comedians, like that we hang out with for a show. Like we all give each other shit and stuff like that, just not in a "Hey, girl" kind that's of true. way. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I guess, and we're all deeply or neurotic in our right. In some way. <laughs> right. And then, you weren't driven to dresses, but and yeah, and they're probably have some, <laughs> per- perhaps maybe have some deep seated things as well. I guess they do. Most, they usually get to that in some of the, but by now they probably they've gotten to everyone's sort of. I guess like, that's probably what up t- like in the first couple episodes they sort they of load with, the like. Uh, how your family dealt with it and right. what was it well, like for you growing up. Well, even in this episode, they talked about mm-hmm. uh, coming out stories. Well, they sort of talked, not not full stories, but when they came out. Right, yeah. And then I was uh, sort of, uh, the, one of, the, pers- uh, oh, one right. of the contestants said that they went to their high school reunion in drag. Which I think is amazing. I, I was like, wow, that is ballsy. I mean, I can't... I, I guess mean, it depends on your high school, but yeah. No, but I feel like even if it's accepted, that's like a big way to come in to like, I'd be feel uncomfortable going to my high school with like, um, like reunion with like a different hairdo, you know, like, <laughs> like I don't know. There's just something like, Oh, you could never do drag that. If a new hairdo makes you uncomfortable, no, but you know what I mean? like, everybody's Something's already, ostentatious. You feel like you're being judged, you know, like, or mm-hmm. you assume that that's what people are probably gonna right. be expecting. Like, what is he up to? What are they right, up right, to? Right. And then to go and drag it. That's like a pretty, you know, amazing thing to be yeah, able yeah. to do. I mean, I, 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 that would be awesome if somebody, I think I, I don't know if I'm, I guess I'm supposed to have a 10 year reunion this summer though. I haven't heard anything about it, uh-huh. but, uh, I wonder what the reaction would be if there was somebody. You should drag. go and drag. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to call up wig USA. <laughs> I'm going to call up that, the RuPaul uh-huh. ball tape. The RuPaul, <laughs> the RuPaul ball tape. The RuPaul tape. <laughs> Pikachu, <laughs> you got RuPaul ball tape. <laughs> Wasn't it great when that? Well, I love that you pointed this out. The person who won this this week's challenge won a gay cruise trip, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then RuPaul also said, like revealed like, and your drag sister also won one too. And the guy was all like, "Yeah, yeah." The guy was so manly. He's like, "Yeah," and it's like you're going to be traveling on a cruise that is just filled with gay men and. Tra- Probably ninety percent who will recognize you from this episode. <laughs> That's I like the the tagline for what was it like? Alan, Alan Chuck, uh, Alan Chuck like, traveled. Traveled. It was like my world, my way. <laughs> it's like, whoa, yeah. I guess so. Have yeah, you that ever makes been sense. On a, a themed cruise because I know that's like a big. Th- I've seen the reason I mentioned is because. Um, I know, like, Rosie O'Donnell did, like, a family. Oh, like but a, hers was all, like, like gay family. Like, family. it had to be families for that and one. And then there's, like, the th- this is different, but, like, 311 has a cruise. Like, that <laughs> shitty that shitty band from the 90s. And, oh, like, wow. I think Weezer did a cruise. You know, it's, like, this new... 
wow. new way to make money off of nostalgia, I guess, but also on lifestyle choices. Right, right. Uh, I've never been on a cruise. So I've never been know. on any type of cruise either. Um, have Have you noticed um, uh, any other progressions in the years of RuPaul's Drag Race and the seasons? Like any? Uh, they're getting like more money. One thing that they don't really do on the show, which I I'm curious as to why they don't, is that they don't ever go to like where they're living. You know how like on Project Runway, you'll see them wake up or like getting ready and like leaving the apartments to be like, okay, here we go. They rarely show anything of where they're staying. And from what I understand. Um, they're not allowed to like if you get if you get cast on the show, you're not allowed to even tell people that you got cast on the show. Like you have to say you're off shooting something else. Which Just, I don't understand. Yeah, well, I wonder what the secrecy is about. There must be something that we don't know that they're not telling us. I mean, this past season, the one that was after the one that we watched, had a lot of sort of scandal in it. There was one uh drag queen who was kicked off. Um uh for under mysterious circumstances. They just like RuPaul just at the end was like, You've broken the rules. So you must leave the show. Whoa. But they never said, like, these are what the rules are. These aren't what the rules Were are. And then any rumors about it? Well, ultimately, what they ended up saying was that he had told his boyfriend, his, and which you're not supposed to do. Like, he had a conjugal visit from his boyfriend during the filming of the show, which felt total bullshit. Um, I've heard rumors that he was taking hormones. And, like, you have, to be, you have to be still biologically male while you do the show. You can't be a transgendered person or you can't be process, uh, going through the, the process of it. Mm-hmm. So some people said that he was taking hormones, and so that disqualified him. Um, I also heard rumors, you know, just through the Chorus Boy Network, that this particular queen uh, purposely broke the rules because he wanted to be infamous rather than, like, win it. Like, he wanted to be like, oh, the crazy one from that season, rather than, you won. He thought that that was a a stronger career move. So time will tell. I mean, that just happened, like, a few months ago. so, So it'll be interesting to see. If you hear about a drag queen named Willem... It's well, Willem Dafoe, it right? Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Wait, isn't there a Willem Dafoe movie where he does do drag? Uh, I maybe. I think that sounds like something he would want to attempt. Yeah, I, but I, horribly. I can't yeah. imagine he's he would be a horrible drag queen. Well, he's sort of a hideous man. <laughs> he's a hideous man and would just be grotesque. Um, yeah. Well, it's interesting that there are like. I think the way that reality TV has pros, uh, progress, like people can play reality TV. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Infamous. Now it's like sort of making a career out of reality TV and yeah. like the way to sort of go, like um, go through the reality TV world. Like you start on one show, you either right. get another show or you become sort of a... Well, actually, a Raja uh, from this season, the one who almost went home, he was a makeup artist on... Uh, Tyra Banks' top model, and then before uh, this, before this, wow. and then um, one of the judges, Mike Ruiz, the sort of uh, salt and pepper guy, he was on that other logo show, A List. He was just like a person that followed that they followed around. Yeah, they just like. It's Would a- you ever do a reality show? I don't. If I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I, I agree. feel like there's something. I mean, I could not say that I never would because I, you know, right? Because like, who knows? Circumstances, but like, right. it's just very uncomfortable. I don't like the idea of like opening up myself to. First of all, you don't know how they're ever going to actually portray you. Right? You're not. You have no control mm-hmm. over that. Uh, right. And 
and you, oftentimes it just most shows are trashy. Like, well, I will. Well, there's also a difference too. Like, I think I would never want to be like a star of a reality show about my life. Right. Like, I think that because then you definitely have to be like, oh, let's make stuff crazy and right, bullshit. Right, right. But like to be on like a contestant on one. But even then, even then, like if I know it's, it's still tough. Like but Project yeah. Runway, which I. Like the first two seasons, I I've mm-hmm. watched a lot. Sure. And I thought it was like a really good. Yeah, it's a re- it's one of the better. Best it's a ones. good one because it's like they all have a craft. They're yeah. all really passionate, and you can see the craft fully. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, the absolutely. Food ones you can't. Yeah, eat you're just food. like, well, they said it was too salty. Um, <laughs> but even then, like they have ways of sort of like showing people in different right. Ways yeah, I mean, and, well, because also like they like you're sleep deprived. They give you a lot of yeah. Everything's alcohol. like in twelve. So like, of hours. course, you're just gonna be like, fuck her. Yeah, exactly. at some point. But at the same time, it's like you look at people from that show and they get that it's yeah, it can be the next thing. Would you do it? I guess it would depend on what it was. Yeah, you know, because I can't imagine like a a reality show that I would be appropriate for. You know what I mean? Like a competitive one. Well, they 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 were gonna do. There was like a reality show that was going to be for female comedians. I knew somebody that was going to be on it, but then like it didn't happen. Oh, right. It was called like She, I don't know, She's So Funny or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, who was it that? I remember Aubrey was, uh, oh, yeah. was going to be on. This was like a long time ago. Uh I don't know. I think Eliza Skinner, I heard her tell a story about like auditioning for it and just how like sort of hateful it seemed. Yeah, it's just like, because as a, I know like, TV producers and right, all that. Yeah. Like, no matter what, you're always looking for the biggest, th- the thing that pops. Right. Usually sure, what yeah. pops is drama. Crazy, yeah. Or craziness or mm-hmm. like, you know, so it's like, if you're just trying to be Doing a level-headed... Like a thoughtful, pr- right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thoughtful, like, well-considered reality show. Yeah, you know, like on a show like uh, Best Comic Standing or whatever, I think there was a year where they did a house. I never really watched the show, but mm-hmm. it's just The first about, two seasons of the house, but now, now the last few times they did it, it was just, just get up and... It was more American stand, Idol. Yeah. Which to me, like... That, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah, that's like all right. It's a talent show in a way. Right. You have yeah. Your craft. You're judged on it. Some of the judgments might be really harsh. You might learn something, and you also might mm-hmm. it might you might piss you off. Right. Yeah. And but it might also like jumpstart your career. So. Sure. But yeah, it just seems like a crapshoot. The reality. Reality. Yeah. TV. Yeah. I agree. What is what's is this your favorite reality show? I think so. I mean, I like. I th- the problem with reality shows, I think, too, though, is that, like, after a while, you just sort of get tired of them. Yeah. You know, like, I watched... Uh, I came, like, late to Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first season I watched was that season where they had the different ethnic groups. I thought, like, oh, that might be interesting. I don't think I saw uh, It was, like, season... Or, like, whatever, 16. Like, it was really late. And so I had never seen it before, so I was like, oh, this is sort of fun. And I watched it for a few seasons, and then I just sort of got bored with it. And I sort of feel the same way. Like, I think Project Runway might be my ultimate favorite of reality shows because um because like you said like it, it is creative like yes you get a little catfighty stuff but it only occasionally sort of bleeds into it and i think the the judges are smart i like you know i like tim gunn and i like the fact that you can have an opinion on yes, it like that's you can, what i like about it too. um and and also what i think i like most about any sort of the i don't like as i said i don't like the the reality shows are about a person but i love the competitive ones and some of my favorite parts are listening to the judges discuss something yes so like because i watch project runway for a few seasons i feel like oh i can articulate thoughts about fashion better totally you know what i mean like i'm not a designer or anything like that but by listening to them and seeing what they see i go like oh okay and then that yes, they they put it into words that like when i could oh i see that but i don't know and they can yeah, articulate yeah. and you're like oh man, or like I, oh i didn't realize to look at that part of an right. outfit and and see that that's how that works there you was know? one show i don't know if they did more than a season of it, but it was 
like Project Runway, but for artists. Oh yeah, and uh, Bravo, they've done two or three of uh, it. Yeah, I, it was interesting, but it's like that one was flawed in a way because like art is so subjective. Like you can't. Well, really... right, and also it's like some people might be like, I want to he- like I want to paint the side of a building, and someone else is like, I want this little. Yeah, like a little naked picture of me. You know? Right, exactly. Yeah, so There's a lot of self-portraits on that show. But they? Yes. There was, yeah, that was, I think, the downfall. It was like one person was just sort of like a, I don't know, I don't want to say it, but like a slutty woman who's just right, like yeah. showing herself naked and everything. It's like, yeah, I'm interested. But but the, but what I liked about that show was that the cha- some of the challenges were really good and some of the prizes were really good. The one of the, mm-hmm. or, or One of the best episodes was create a book cover for like Jekyll and Hyde or oh something. yeah I was like that is an awesome yeah that's a great challenge yeah, that's a great challenge because that's I I understand it completely it's yep. something that I think is a great if you win and you actually get them to make a book cover it's like mm-hmm. a coveted thing right right and right it's something that everybody can look at and like has opinions on right that are valid like mm-hmm. you can look at a book cover and be like I don't that exactly look. yeah I thought that was pretty cool but the show flawed yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Bravo. Sorry. They can't all be winners. Um, great. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank John. you for having me. This I, was fun. I really appreciate um, getting dragged up or dragged Thanks. down. Mm-hmm. Um, again, congrat- congratulations. Congratulations to you and all of your good news. And um, And I can say that this is probably one of the best shows that I've watched <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Yay! You did it. You won. You won that uh, that battle that we had at a dinner party mm-hmm. that I don't remember. Yep. And uh, I'll keep this on my recently watched, and maybe who knows if I might flip on it sometime. Oh my yeah. god! Well, let me know. I'll come over again. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks so much. I'd like to thank John Flynn for stopping by and watching RuPaul's Drag Race with me. It was a great episode. I really enjoyed it it was insane at the end and had some really fun stuff so if you're into reality tv i would check it out if you're into drag races the with cars check it out if you're into drag dressing check it out if you're into rag dresses dresses made of rags check it out uh just enjoy it um thank you so much for listening i'll be back next week with a whole new episode i'll see you then Have a sweet night and an early tomorrow. Adios, amigos.